Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Look, you know, New York, look, New York is the mecca of basketball. You know, keep the con, keep you know, keep the regular contact up with you know with Kai, and you know, see what happens, man. I'm just it's something that's so much out of my control that I, I don't want to get in, be a part of it. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens, though. Ding ding! How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Alex Schiffer for an emergency Kevin Durant update. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Alex, big breaking news today. The Nets put out a statement. They're keeping the band together. What is your initial response? I mean, we're we're recording this right after this happened. I mean, it's been about an hour uh, what's your initial thoughts on the situation? Uh, are you a Harry Potter fan? I mean, I've seen the movies. I've read the book, one okay. book. To, to quote Cornelius Fudge in the fifth one, he's back. He's back. Um, my initial, do you like that? I, yes, I use that, that was great. I use, yeah. I use that gif all the time. Um, you know, my initial reaction is... I mean, my my reaction with a lot of this has been surprised, but not surprised. You know, like the ultimatum, like I'm surprised it went there, but also not just given how bad the trade market was going for him. And uh, so, in in terms of in terms of surprise, I, I just feel like the clock was kind of ticking on a resolution, and to go into training camp with this hanging over the Nets' heads after they've continually stressed that we're trying to get past the drama. Uh, just didn't seem like a re- just didn't seem realistic to me. So it seems like something had to give at some point, and and now you know credit to Sean Marks, he's seen the light on this. Okay, so the the most recent reporting was that the only way Kevin Durant was going to come back was if Sean Marks and Steve Nash were both out, and the owner of the team put out a tweet where he basically said he stands by his people. Now this is evidence that yeah he stands by his people. Nobody got fired. There was no knee jerk reaction. But it does seem like the front office won here. Yeah, that that was kind of the point of my story on The Athletic Now was, you know, in May, Sean Marks said how, you know, we're trying to get back to our roots as an organization. We're trying to get past the drama. And, you know, this the idea of I think Amari Stoudemire was very uh, prophetic on ESPN when he resigned and said Sean Marks is trying to reset the power dynamic. I think Sean Marks doing a great job by trying to bring back the power in his hands and making sure that he's in control of the situation. Uh, but I do think with Kevin and Kai, need to have a real sit-down. Uh, because Kyrie, since he signed with the Nets, he missed more games than he played. By doing so, you know, this started with Kyrie Irving not getting a long-term deal. You look at Kevin Durant asking out. I mean, they, they risked losing both stars, even though, you know, a lot would have had to happen for it to get there. But this went very public. It got very dramatic. And yet, here, Sean Marks now enters the season— with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving on contract with Ben Simmons, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, holy shooting, 
Nick Claxton, you know, th- this is a deep team. And if they can make this work, you know, I, I'm curious to see what the reaction has been in Eastern Conference front offices today. And even you think about Houston, where Raphael Stone might have thought that he was ready to do backflips with all those Nets picks. And now, now look at this. Well, I guess the other guy in this equation is Steve Nash. He's theoretically <clears throat> going to keep his job. Seems like it's going to be an awkward situation when your best player and one of the best players in the league straight up asked for you to be fired. Now, the front office doesn't have to deal with Kevin Durant every single day, but Steve Nash does. How does that relationship work going forward? Yeah, you know, I I touch on this a little bit with my uh, story that I'm working on now that may or may not be up by the time you people listen to this. Um, I don't think Steve Nash is the kind of guy, given that, you know, he's got back into this when he didn't have to to win a ring. I don't think he's going to hold a grudge to at the cost of a championship. I think he's willing to do what needs to be done um, to make this work. And what's interesting to me is, you know, the, the talk that I would hear from agents and people around the league throughout free agency was that Steve Nash is pitching free agency to players has been, you know, we're changing the scheme. This is going to look different than you've seen it. And this was also kind of during Kevin Durant's trade request. Um, I feel like there's some pressure now for him to deliver on that. And I mean, again, you know, they, in Steve Nash's defense, it's been a crazy two years for him, right? All the attrition, the vaccine mandates, the injuries. And I've said before, it's tough to evaluate him as a coach when considering all that. But I, I do think now the pressure is on to kind of show, does he play a factor in winning? Can he out-scheme another coach when he needs to? You know, they have four second-year players on the roster, assuming the Nets re-signed David Duke Jr., is there a player development aspect you can see where he helped these guys get better year one to year two? I think that's all on the table now and and how that all looks for him. Again, offensively, you just mentioned the three shooters I, that they have on their roster. KD, Kyrie, we'll see if Ben Simmons is healthy. They have a lot of firepower. And now Steve Nash, I feel like, has to instead, he, he overachieves perhaps in year one given all the injuries. They still got the second seed in the East. They fell to the play-in with all the drama and whatever you want to call the reality show I covered last year. And now they have maybe the deepest roster they've had since before the Harden trade and the ability to win it all. I I think there's a lot of pressure on him to show that he's the guy that can get this done this year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, there's another superstar who we thought was going to get traded this summer, Kyrie Irving. What are you, you, think what that, are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do we I'm think kidding. that that kind of uh, that this situation is now cleared up for him as well? I mean, are they going to move forward in this 
last year of this deal. And I don't know, man, what, what do you see happening with Kyrie Irving now? That's that's going to be very interesting to me. You know, I had a mailbag drop this morning that quickly became irrelevant because of the Kevin Durant news. But, you know, there's been talk about the Lakers. You, you talk to people over in Los Angeles, they still really feel like Kyrie's coming to them next year. I'm curious to see how that goes over with recent events. I've wondered still if the net season goes by the wayside with Kyrie as an attractive rental piece to someone at the deadline. Do they swap a deal to get assets back for him? I don't necessarily think today's news puts it off the table because, again, who knows how this year unfolds? I mean, all of this has gone not according to plan and and by drastic uh, stretches of the imagination. So I don't think this is all over yet. I still think that, you know, every year with the Nets, there's been first it was the China controversy. Then it was Kyrie's shoulder injury that was a mystery. Then the country shut down. Then are Kyrie and Kevin coming back to play in the bubble? Then who's going to be the coach? Uh, then are they going to trade for James Harden? Then musical injuries. Um, and then, what is that? Then well, Kevin then Durant's toe was on the line. James Harden. <laughs> then, Kevin Durant's toe was on the line. Then the vaccine mandate. Then the James for Ben swap. So I feel like history tells us that there's something always around the corner with this team. I That's what I wonder about is, is this really, is, is this the end of the drama? Because it has the potential to be, or is there something else that's going to come around the corner? Well, all right, let's talk about the on-court product. You mentioned they've got a lot of shooting, theoretically, at least. If Joe Harris can come back, be healthy, and contribute, they got Royce O'Neal. Seth Curry had an ankle injury, too. He That's right. Yeah, uh, they did make some upgrades, uh, you know, on the offensive end. Um, And Ben Simmons should help them on defense. Do you think this is a team that's competing for home-court advantage as it stands right now in the East? The East is pretty stacked. Yeah, I'm— Interested for your take on this too, Dave. I mean, I was kind of right before we hopped on, I was looking at the standings to try to figure out like, okay, where do they stack up with Miami, Boston, uh, Milwaukee? I think they're in that top four echelon. I don't, you know, I need to see them on the court before I really decide who's where. And I mean, now you look at the start of their season, they open against the Pelicans. Their first two road games, though, are Memphis and Milwaukee. Those are two huge tests for them. Um, the thing, you mentioned the defense, you know, they have Nick Claxton, Royce O'Neal, Ben Simmons. I think Kevin Durant's a pretty good defender. That's four defensive guys right off the bat there. You know, Steve Nash has been using that switch heavy scheme he borrowed from Mike D'Antoni. I've kind of wondered, you know, they have four capable defenders out there and they have some other guys. You know, Joe Harris is not a lockdown guy, but he gives effort. I mean, he's a Virginia guy, right? That's their calling card as a, as a school. Do they need to keep having that system when they have guys that can hypothetically, you know, fight through a screen and stay home on guys and and be effective? Going back to the Steve Nash scheme change uh, rumblings, I don't necessarily know if they need the old way, which was the switch heavy. That's why I wonder about the defense, because they have multiple guys that can can really be effective both on switches and and staying in man. You know, they've tried to get zone look sometimes. Does does that does that reappear or or are they going to stay to what they've done the past few years? You know, that that's going to be really interesting to me. And I guess finally I want to ask you just for your opinion on this. And you're just guessing here. We all we're all just guessing. Does Kevin Durant finish the season in Brooklyn or, or is this just a PR game that they're playing to sort of reassert leverage over the market. And come January 15th, come the trade deadline, we're hearing a lot of Kevin Durant noise. It's a very interesting question, Dave, that I didn't really want to think about today, given uh, given all the other things on my plate. Um, I kid. Um, 
I'm going to say yes. I think the bigger question is, is Kevin Durant in net next year? Because there's been this idea of like the last dance, even though there was never really a first dance with this team. Um, Kyrie Irving, as we've said, has in the last year of his deal, he opted into that player option. He's, you know, he's an unrestricted free agent. I believe more teams will have cap space for next summer. I didn't, I haven't taken a huge look at that yet, admittedly. Um, you know, the looming idea of the Lakers too remains a possibility. I, I think the question is, you know, we've been talking a lot about the positives, right? That Kevin Durant's coming back and, and here's what they could be offensively, you know, interesting defensively. I think the question is, what if this doesn't work? They get they get the band together and it doesn't work. What are we talking about a year from now? Is Kyrie Irving in another uniform? Uh, what if, you know, Ben Simmons had a microdisectomy? Uh, Michael Porter had that injury. You look at, the again, they're not the same person, but, you know, you've covered the NBA longer than I have. You, you Back surgeries tend to reappear for people that, that have them the first time around. And, and what does another year of father time do to Kevin Durant? So far, he hasn't done much, but do we see that this year? So... I think that this year, everything, I think everyone will stay together. But I think the question is, if if this goes bad, what does that mean for next year? For multiple yeah. people, including Steve Nash and, and who knows, you know, with, with Sean Marks and everything, given, as you said, how ugly this got. Yeah, you got to worry about back surgery messing with your jump shot. Uh, you know, if you're Ben Simmons, that's that's the big thing there. So, well, uh, we are a little over a month until training camp, and uh, I'm sure there's going to be more stuff to come out. And Alex, I hope to get you back on the Daily Ding, um, and and maybe not for something so dramatic. I was going to say, I'm sure there'll be a reason to have me on. Hopefully, it's not like with the, with the sirens blaring and uh, and my phone blowing up and everything. Oh yeah, you you only do drama over there. Uh, that's going to do it for the show, folks. Thank you guys for listening to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore. For Alex Schiffer, thanks for listening.